It's the ABC's High School Teachers Really Need to Know, Season 3, Episode Number 11, Know That Modeling Has Its Limits. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe, or buy the books on Amazon.com. I'm excited about this episode for a lot of reasons, uh, just, just because modeling... Uh, it's such a huge topic for educators, and, and so I'm going to talk a lot about that. Let me welcome you to this week's episode first. It is so good to be back with you guys. Hope the classroom is just absolutely um, going amazing for you. I was, I was told yesterday that, um, just, that progress reports were coming out in just a few days. I was like, whoa, I cannot believe it is time for that in the academic um, calendar already. Uh, it moves so quick, and uh, hopefully... Uh, you're moving right along with it. So, in this episode, I am going to talk a huge, huge amount about modeling, but not in the way that you might would suspect. And and first and foremost, and before I go any any further in the episode, I have to say this because you, you look at the episode title, know that modeling has its limits. I I, I want to be clear that modeling. For teachers is such a huge, huge thing in the classroom for your students and, and for learning. And when I'm talking about modeling, I'm talking about all the amazing things that teachers uh, really have to model uh, as effective educators and, and, and should model in every aspect. Things, academic behaviors like being a lifelong learner, growth mindset, you know, reading, uh, staying up to date on current events and being involved in their subject and all of those things, and not to mention just academic sort of behaviors, but also life behaviors. And what I mean by that is is, is building solid relationships, which you know I'm a believer uh, as as Uno, um, you know, to um, you know being able to effectively teach a child is you, you need to have that relationship it's obligatory right you have to be able to do that uh, and and it's important and also fulfills you so relationships and 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 developing that and modeling healthy behaviors and collaborative behaviors and all of those kinds of things so uh, in addition to instructional strategies that you should model and all of those kinds of things super super important so I do not want this episode to sort of minimize the role of modeling and the importance of it in not only for a teacher's survival but also for uh, the, the effective nature of the things in your process that you're trying to do, that you're trying to do to achieve those academic and outcomes that really across the board uh, for your kids that are important. So I, I don't want to minimize that. But with all of that said, I'm going to sort of talk about modeling today in uh, sort of a, a different vein because modeling, believe it or not, has its limits, and it should. I was watching a video on social media I've shared with you before. I, I get a lot of ideas, creative, great creativity-wise, and just inspirationally from social media and, and then more tangible stuff like ideas in the classroom and professional developments and those kinds of things. So I, I, I get a lot of ideas, but I saw one that came up, and it was a principal, and I've forgotten his name, but he's he has all kinds of videos out there on social media and um, anyway he was talking about at his school how there was this big discussion about should coffee drinking be banned 
uh, by teachers, uh, meaning teachers shouldn't be allowed to drink coffee because students couldn't drink coffee. And he said this was a pretty intense battle, and of course he was putting his two cents in on it. And and sort of, that, that just kind of blew me away, that this was even a discussion. Because, I, no, I don't drink coffee, so coffee drinking isn't even an issue in my classroom, or, or wasn't an issue in my classroom, and never has been, or whatever you want to say. And even though I don't drink coffee, you know, I do... I, I chew gum occasionally um, and, and those kinds of things. And people ask me all the time, no, I don't chew gum when I'm having conversations or teaching or anything like that, but I chewed gum at you know, my desk or you know, when, you know, in the halls or whatever, even though kids aren't allowed to do it. So you know, it's, it's kind of a parallel to the coffee thing. But again, the point of the whole discussion is should teachers be allowed to do things like drink coffee and chew gum even though students aren't allowed because is that really bad modeling and i cannot tell you how much this inspired me to 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 make this episode about this because that is one of the dumbest arguments i think i've ever heard and there's a really good reason why i think it's so dumb because First of all, and, and, I, and I don't need to remind you of this, but I'm, I'm going to say it because uh, it's relevant here. And remember how teachers, and, and I've said before, are held to this standard, and you know this, that are held to this standard of perfection. And that perfection standard is is put on by admin, uh, by parents, and, all, and, and even kids in some shape, form, or fashion a lot of times. All these stakeholders hold you to these unrealistic standards. And then on top of that, they put educators in this uh, just artificial work environment where you can only pee when it's convenient, you know, on the bell schedule and, you know, all of these, you know, 20 minutes for lunch and all of these kinds of dynamics. You know, the pressure in the world of being a teacher, um, it's absurd. It's absurd. And, of course, we've spent a lot of time talking about that and talking through it. And so again, this is the whole podcast series like the books are are is entitled, you know, the ABCs that high school teachers really need to know. So how does this discussion make me a better teacher? Well, it makes you a better teacher and a more effective teacher by giving you peace of mind and reminding you that you do not have to be perfect nor do you have to be under ridiculous ridiculous rubrics and standards like this discussion and let me explain to you why and 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 why this is going to help you in the classroom by giving you peace of mind so you know and i I said it a second ago and i've said it a bajillion times that relationships are absolutely the key to just everything you're trying to achieve in a classroom well part of building relationships is for there to be clear role identification all right. You always want bi-directional communication and, and, and healthy um, interactions. But as part of that, you need clear role identification. And this is where it's going to help you in the classroom. Because students depend on those roles. You depend on those roles to be clear so that you can achieve all the objectives that you want to achieve. All the outcomes that you want to achieve. You, know, you have to have clear role identification. 
And so it needs to be clear. And if a kid, and you know how teenagers love to challenge you, and that's where this whole coffee discussion came from. It was from a couple of students challenging teachers who were wanting to, who were drinking coffee in the classroom, said, hey, look, they shouldn't be able to drink it because we are. We are, we can't drink it. Well, when they do things like that, and so take out coffee and insert whatever situation, it's important for you to remind them that you are an adult at work, and they are a child in school. And if that sounds like some kind of hypocritical cop-out, it's not. You know, you choose how you want to say it. But I think students, particularly when, when I know, and you've experienced it too, so when, when relationships break down, a lot of times from parent to child, like at home, or teacher to student in the classroom, a lot of times when those relationships struggle or break down or when there's crises and conflict, it's when those roles get kind of blurry. You know, the parent's not doing his or her job, and the student's not doing his or her job, the child's not doing his or her job. Whatever you want to say, the roles get blurry, and all of a sudden we forget that we're in different places. We have different roles. You know, as, as a teacher, you've earned it. You've had the achievement in your career and in life with the experience. You have achieved certain rights. And it's ridiculous to even talk about drinking coffee as a right. All right. You know, it, 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 that's something you should be able to do just like in any workplace, unless there's some kind of safety or health occupational uh, hazard to it. Of course, you should be able to do that. And I also feel the same about, um, you know, wearing jeans and all those other nuances that admin, so maybe this should be directed at administrators, I don't know, but but all these other things that administrators sort of impose on teachers. So I'm here to give you peace of mind to say, you know, it's okay. You are not one of your students, and nor should you be treated like one. You should be treated like a professional. And yeah, that's an important message for your administrators, but in this case, in this discussion, we're talking about it's okay for you to be able to communicate that to your kids. We are not the same. And again, I value relationships and, and, and coming together with kids to you know achieve and overcome and, and, and get to those academic goals. That's important, and relationships drive that. But part of that relationship should involve your healthy ability to keep a healthy distance between your kids. And I could ramble on and on and on and anecdotally state all these different cases and scenarios where you know that those relationships have gotten blurred. Whether it be inappropriate relationships with students, whether it be, you know, social media that's gotten out of control and 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 so forth and so forth. We all have heard, seen, read those scenarios. And so what I'm basically telling you is that in this episode, it is a reminder that setting a healthy distance in a relationship is not only obligatory, it leads to a stronger relationship because the roles are clearly defined. Remember, it's teenagers that think they have no boundaries, <laughs> you know, no out of bounds, right? That's what they believe. And, and they push those boundaries, and you all know that. So sometimes we have to call it like we see it. Call it like it is. You are not where I am, and this is a privilege. You know, just like 
junior high students maybe or sixth grade students don't get to go to the pep rally because they're not in high school yet it's the same thing when they graduate high school and get a degree in college and go back and get a job they can drink coffee in the classroom in their classroom and on the admin side it is so annoying that we're even having these conversations it's so annoying it's so annoying because again when you do not respect teachers as a professional you tear them down when we want teachers to model it should be behaviors that move the needle academically it should be modeling being a good human building relationships not being selfish doing random acts of kindness and those kinds of things it should not be coffee drinking gum chewing and all of these other ridiculous things that we put on teachers because we want to treat them like children and and even worse than that control because it's easier standardize it just totally disrespects a, stu- a teacher's individuality and sense of professionalism and so yeah I, I know it sounds a little bit like I'm lecturing administrators here and 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 even though the, the audience is probably primarily teachers and not administrators I, I think that's important and, and I think it's important to share this idea with teachers because again this should empower you. Don't work in a place where this is even a discussion. And if that discussion continues so long where you're, you know, they're trying to take all these things from you that don't make any sense from the modeling perspective, you need to think about seriously relocating to another job. Our job is just incredibly difficult enough and we have such a huge obligation. Let's focus on the things that are important. Modeling is so very important, but it absolutely, absolutely has its limits. And knowing those things and knowing that role identification and knowing that inserting a healthy space in a relationship between you and students, because you do have different roles that one, you've earned, but two, in order to achieve what you're trying to achieve, have to have that distance it'll make you a much more effective teacher. So don't ever forget that modeling so, so important. But folks, it definitely has its limits. Well, that is it for this week. Thank you for joining us yet again. Uh, I can't wait to uh, be with you next week. Remember, in the meantime, to like, comment, and subscribe or buy the books on Amazon.com. We'll see you down the road.